0: Man, I'm excited about today. It's a big day. To me, really, to be quite honest with you, it's one of the biggest days of the year uh, for our church. And on the on the spiritual radar, it doesn't probably look that way because you would think of a Christmas or an Easter. To me, this is the day that sets the rest of the year in motion. Last week, we were in our fourth week of Chain Reaction and We talked about, uh, of course, in the, we talked and preached a message, but also we really talked to you about all the things that we have been doing in 2020 with all the gifts that have been sown into the church, uh, your giving in the church, what we've been doing. Last week was so exciting, all of the videos from all across the world. If you like that, church, that's, that's a big deal. Not every church shows you all that stuff. I got to just tell you, I give honor to all of our team, our staff, everybody that's put all that together. I love that. love that. And so last, year, last week was just so exciting. If that doesn't excite you, man, you, you need some more coffee or some Jesus and something because that's just, that's just some cool stuff. But today is the day we set it in motion that everything uh, that we want to do for the kingdom of God in 2021 really revolves around today. So it really does. It revolves around the day. And so if you're a first-time guest, you came on a cool day because we are setting uh, in motion uh, uh, some life-changing stuff. You can go back and watch last week's video of all that we did. But we're going to do some cool stuff in 2021. It's going to be so cool. And so today we're just kind of calling Vision 2021. And and, uh, I'm going to preach to you in this chain reaction. And we're celebrating and we're kicking off what we will begin a year journey of growth from this day forward with God and as we make choices that start a chain reaction for our families and Parkway Life. I believe, I believe God will multiply, and if you've been in this series, you, you, that word was used a few times. I believe God will multiply the spiritual growth within us and multiply our efforts in our community and in our world so we can do what? So we can make a mark for the Lord. I want to make a difference in our world. We are a church. We are a church that is not content. If you're looking for a church that is about us for and no more and wanting to be content and scribble your name on the back of a pew and that's your seat till Jesus comes, this is probably not the one. We want to grow. And let me tell you why we want to grow. It's because Jesus died for souls. He died for souls. And so we are determined that we're going to do the work of Jesus across in this town and in this community and in this Golden Triangle and also across our world and make a difference. We want to be difference makers for the kingdom of God. And so we don't want to get content. We're not a comfortable church or we don't want to be a complacent church. We want our lives to matter. I don't know how long you and I have on this earth, but at the end of it all, they're not going to say, man, he he worked at such and such, or he graduated from such and such. That's not going to be important. But what you do for the kingdom of God will be the only thing that will outlast you. It just is going to outlast you. And so... We are taking significant steps of faith This year, probably more than we ever have I know personally, I'm going to tell you some things today Of some steps I'm taking as a pastor I've been kind of teasing the crowd with this over the last few weeks But some steps I'm taking as a pastor That are pushing my faith to the next spot And so like Abraham, I want my faith to be pushed So that I can make a mark And that allow God to explode the gospel through us Every member of our pastoral staff and every person on our dream team, every person on our pastoral staff and on our dream team are praying and serving, and serving for you to connect the dots in your life. Everybody say connect the dots. dots. We wanna see you connect the dots, whether you've been in the church 100 years, are you just as your first day, you're a new believer, whatever it may be, we, want, we have a vision for you as a church for you to connect the dots. It is our vision as a church for you, and the neat thing is it really, it really has a chain reaction from one dot to the next. We've been preaching about chain reaction. I'm gonna show you a cool chain reaction. Check this out up on the screen. Watch this, look at this chain reaction. When you know Jesus, And you meet Jesus, you're going to, God is going to help you to discover who you are, which is going to cause you again to experience life like you have never had it. And you know what's going to happen? You are going to make a mark for the Lord. So this is a chain reaction. It's a chain reaction. Now, don't stop once you know Jesus. We want you to keep, we we want the dominoes to keep connecting and you to really, really experience. All of these things, that's our vision for you. So what I'm gonna do today is I'm gonna walk through these dots real quickly and um, I'm just going to not go in depth. We have preached a whole series about these dots. Not going in depth with them today, but I'm just gonna touch on them and introduce some things to you today. So the first dot that we want everyone that comes to this church to connect is to know Jesus Christ. We want you to know Jesus Christ. I'm going to say it this way. We want you to be saved. Above all else, I must be saved. Amen? Amen. Above everything, above everything else, I must be saved. And what we do is we go back to find our vision. We run back to the beginning of the Bible in Exodus chapter 6 and verse 6. And it's where the children of Israel are coming out of Egypt. It's kind of where God at the first, very first part of the Bible chose his people and his people chose him. And they, they, they said, he is my God and we are his people. We, it was the first time the children of Israel are introduced to this big, awesome, incredible God. Everybody else had their gods, false gods, but now these children have their own God. And we are descendants of that. And so the church, uh, the Old Testament church is even born in this moment where where in Exodus chapter 6 and verse 6, the Lord lays out four promises for the children of Israel. This is just a beautiful deal. He lays out four promises that we still are living in in this church today trying to see connected in your life. Four promises. The first promise that he gives the children of Israel They're still in bondage, okay? And by the way, they're still celebrating in 2020 these same four promises. They call it the Jewish Seder. Every Passover, they get four cups out. They get four cups and they drink from each cup and each cup represents the promises. We brought those into a New Testament setting in our church and we want to see those same promises poured out in our church in each of your life. And we've taken that vehicle that they've used, which was also brought in the New Testament, and then we are trying to cast vision with it in our church to see God do great things. So this first thing is to know Jesus Christ and so Exodus chapter 6 verse 6 is the first promise from this great awesome new God that they have and he says this I will bring you out everyone say that with me please I will bring you out in other words he's telling them you're in Egypt I want to get you out of Egypt everybody's saying he wants to save them he wants to save them, and that is the first thing the Lord is wanting you to do. He, If you're in Egypt, if you're stuck in sin, Egypt is a type of sin. If you're stuck in sin, Jesus is wanting to bring you out. Amen. He's wanting to bring you out. And this is by far, far the most important dot of all of our dots. It's the most important dot. You have to get this one right because you must be Save above all else, we want to be saved, and we believe if you are faithful. Now, this is our vehicle for that. We believe that if you are faithful to our Sunday services, and when we even have a Wednesday night, if you're faithful to, to our Sunday, Wednesday services, the service we have, you are going to meet Jesus. We've preached Jesus, we believe Jesus, we believe in the power of who He is, and we believe He is so. such a a life changer in your world that he will save you and we're gonna introduce you the best we know how we're gonna introduce you to Jesus Christ in this church and so we believe that if you're faithful to our Sunday services there is gonna be a moment it may be five years from now it may be today it might be whatever but you are going to meet Jesus how many of you have met Jesus in this house? Amen? You're going to meet Jesus. And so we want to introduce him to you. He already knows who you are, but you may not know who he is. And we want to tell you about him. And once you meet my Jesus, <laughs> you will never be the same. He will touch you and bless your life in such a huge way something about meeting Jesus in fact one of my favorite scriptures in the entire Bible is Isaiah chapter 9 and 6 and it's such a beautiful text it says to us for to us and we read this scripture a lot around Christmas time it says this for to us a child is born and this is Old Testament stuff but who are they talking about all right, let's good. Y'all are smart, man. For uh, to us, a child is born. Isn't that cool that that's in Old Testament? It's an Old Testament prophecy from Isaiah. For to us, a child is born. That's Jesus. To us, a son is given. Who is that? And the government will be on his shoulders. Who's he talking about? That's right. And he, that's Jesus, will be called. These are these wonderful names. Wonderful. Counselor. Look at this one. Mighty God. Who are we talking about? Everlasting Father. Who are we talking about? Prince of Peace, Jesus. And that's why we want you to know Jesus to the place that you meet this mighty God. You meet this everlasting Father. You meet the Prince of Peace. You meet wonderful counselor. All of these things come into your life through the power of knowing who he is. He is an amazing, amazing God. And I I, I love him so much and I want you to meet And so I believe that you have stepped in this church. No matter you think, well, I don't know what brought me here. I know what brought you here. Jesus led you to this house because you're hungry. You're hungry for more. We've had a number of people tell us lately, I've been serving the Lord, but I've come to this church and I've found more. I love that. That doesn't make us a better church. We're just different. We, we offer something that other houses, they offer something different. We just telling you at this house, we wanna tell you more and more about Christ. And, and, and so we offer that in our lives. And by the moment, we're not the only one that offers that. I'm not trying to say that. But we, we want to do that in the God. We wanna connect that dot to connect for you in your life. And you can receive the Lord in your life. Parkway, I like to say, is a salvation station. It's a birthing center for you to be born again. We want that to happen. I love this, this I had a r- little revelation in my life a number of years ago, if you don't agree with it, just blame it on the Lord, because he dropped it up in my head. And it's not something i would ever heard before, but it was such a game changer for me. And that is, if you wanna know Jesus, there's three things, three things that need to, you need to take on in your life. Three things, if you wanna know Jesus, and I love this. because there's three things that left Jesus' body on the cross. Three things. If you will pick up what came from his body, you're gonna know Jesus. There are three things that flowed from Jesus' body at the cross, at the time of the cross. The first one was blood. If you will take on the blood of Jesus, you're gonna meet him. And we believe that as you take on the blood of Jesus, it's a sign, it's an act, it's a point of repentance in your life. If you will say, Lord, forgive me, wash me, cleanse me, the blood of Jesus starts being applied. In other words, everything that He came from His body, if you'll take on, you're gonna know Jesus. Three things that flowed from His body: blood, water, and spirit. Three things that flowed from His body, blood, you need to get this, don't miss this. Three things that came: blood, water, and spirit. Blood flowed from him flowed from his back flowed from him water came from him and also he said father I commit my spirit back to you if you will take and receive what came from him you're going to know him You're gonna take him on and through having the blood applied to your life, you're gonna take him on through the power of being washed at the waters of baptism. And when you are filled with the power of the spirit of Christ, I'm telling you, it is a game changer. Is that a word for you today right there? Right there, that is big stuff. Big, I mean, to me, that is a revelatory moment right there that, that if I would just take that on I'm going to know Jesus. Blood, water, spirit. Blood, water, spirit. And we want that dot to be connected in your life. Number two, dot two, the next thing we want to see after you know Jesus is we want you to discover you. We want you to discover you. We as a church want you to discover who you are. And, and, and. We look at, go back to Exodus, Exodus chapter 6, and it says this, I will redeem you. It's the second part of the Jewish Seder. It's the second cup. I will redeem you. Old time church, we used to say redemption. It's the cup of redemption. I will redeem you. We're saying discover you. We want something to happen in your life where you discover what you were made for. We not only want you to be saved, but we want you to find out what God created you for. And this is redemption. It's redeeming you back to what God made you for. It's, it's this, 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 that calling of God on your life. And this is a process. We, this is not a one-step stop. It's a process that as you live for Jesus, he starts helping you discover who you are. And we want that to happen while you're in this place, to redeem you. To redeem means to put you back or get you doing what you were created to in the first place. God was interested in not only saving them, but he had a plan for them. He wanted to redeem them back to that plan. So he said to the children of Israel, I wanna save you, I I wanna save you, but I also want to redeem you. I wanna redeem you. God wants your identity to be healed. Everything that the devil stole from you, God is wanting to redeem. The devil wants to strip your identity. Our world don't even know who they are. They can't figure, what's being lost in our world? Identity. God's saying, I want you to discover who you are, what I made you for. And so Parkway's vehicle trying to lead you to connect these dots is the discover class. And I want to just say this. I I brought this out here today kind of as a visual for you today. But in the last three months, in the last three months, I just want to know. We're in the middle of a revival in the middle of COVID. I don't know if you know that or not because because we have two services and it probably tricks you a little bit. We are in a revival. Let me tell you one. Let me show you this. Let me show you something. You see this? These are three booklets that I keep on my desk to help me memorize the names of people that are coming into this body because I want to know people and and but there's three look at this folks this was last week this was last week we had discovery class these are the people that said I want to be a part of Parkway Life Church look look here look here look here this was this was the month before look at this look at this Look, last week was 27 people that said, I wanna be, over these three months we've had, I think I'm right on this, 67, something like that. 67, that, that, that's not including, that's not including kids. That's, that, that's almost 100 people if you start including kids. Thank you for standing, that's Book of Acts stuff. That's Book, Book of Acts stuff. That's people coming into the kingdom of God, amen? amen, some of y'all didn't even clap, what does it take you to clap? I mean that's gospel stuff, that's, that's revival, that's book of Acts stuff, that's Jesus doing his work and so Discover class is taking these precious people that God is allowing us to steward for the gospel and saying listen, we wanna bring you back to that moment We're redeemed. You discover who you are. And by no means do we act like this one class is going to, listen closely, is going to complete this dot for you. But it's a start for you. In other words, you you say, I want to discover class, but I don't know that I'm completely discovering. But it's a process. It's a process. But we want to start it in our Discover class and talking about, and when that we talk about, you know, we we help you find who you are and get you back to the calling. I saw people serving today when I got to church that went through Discover class last week that are already discovering because they had, man, there was a wake up moment that I wanna serve and do something for Jesus Christ, I I love it. And so it's not the end all, but the beginning of finding your identity in your life and in the church. In other words, God didn't didn't create you then think, well, what can I do with this person? No, he didn't create you, then, then give you a purpose. No, he, he, gave, he knew what you were created for, and he wants you to, then he created you to feel that spot. And so we want to help find that as a church. We want to preach, teach things. We want to pre- help. Things, preach teach things to your family from your kids to your students to your, the adults we want to speak on to you Wednesday nights what all things to help you discover who you are amen you like that and so dot two is helping discover the finger I love to say this the fingerprint of God on your life what, what is it that God made you? What, what, are, what, are, your, what are your dreams? What are your ambitions? What are your, what are your gifts? What are your talents? And we're trying to help find that in your life and embrace the design that God created for you. The next thing I want to go through is dot three, and that is experience life. Everyone say that with me say experience life wonderful that's the next dot we want you to connect today oh do I have some brand new things to introduce to you that are going to be nuts and y'all are not even ready for what I'm about to tell you at the end of dot three it's been something that has charged my soul dot three another promise God gave the Israelites when they were in Egypt in Exodus chapter six and the promise that is still alive for the New Testament church is freedom freedom The third promise, the third cup was I will free you. (laughs) He wants to set you free in your life. Experience in life is living a life of freedom. God promised to deliver the children of Israel from being slaves after they were already set free from Egypt. Now, listen to this. There's, there, he saying, listen, I, I want to save you. In other words, I'm gonna, I want to get Egypt. I want you to get you out of Egypt. Then he comes along and says, but I want to free you. And You're like, what do you mean free? He, he did that in the first dot. He did that in the first cup. What does it mean? And this is it. You can get out of Egypt, but Egypt still be in you. Now, I'm gonna tell you this. I've served the Lord for a a number of years, and I've been around people that have served the Lord that had an incredible moment of salvation in their life. They had a life-saving moment of salvation in their life, but they still carried so much baggage. They were out of the grave, but they didn't have the grave clothes off. Does that make sense? And in this dot, in this cup, God was speaking to the children of Israel and saying, I I now wanna get Egypt out of you. And for 40 years, they walked in the desert and God was working Egypt out of them he was freeing them and in this church this is a process but God is wanting to free you he's wanting to get Egypt out of you you came in with so much baggage you came in with so much stuff that the world put on you life put on you and you stepped out of that he saved you you start discovering what you were built to far and the kingdom of God and then he wants to free you he wants you to drink from that promise How many of you, our vehicle for this church is what we call our life groups. It's it's what we, because we believe freedom, we believe life happens at the speed of relationships. We believe that once you start putting the body around you, the church around you, because you don't just need Jesus, you need the church of the living God. And as we start putting that around you, things start working out of your life. How many of you thought you had it all together when you were a single young man and single young woman and then you got married and realized you still not? And your wife started helping work some things out of you? Huh? Or, or, or the other way? Huh? Huh? because it's a covenant relationship. Same way in the kingdom of God. When you start stepping in the kingdom of God, you know him, you're saved by him, you're on your way to heaven, great things are happening. I'm not saying you're lost, but I'm saying that you're not really experiencing life to the fullness and Christ wants you not to have life, but what, have it more abundantly and we want that dot to connect for you. You're here in the vision of Parkway today. We want that to happen in your life And so we do that, we try to use the vehicle of life groups. In other words, as the church grows, we want the church to still have a small feel and that comes to the power of life groups. And so we started this a few years ago and it started being a huge success. We do a hybrid system here that we do half, about half, basically look at it, two semesters, about half of the year we do life groups and the other half we do Wednesday night services. Uh, But But... During those two semesters, we want you to connect. We want you to grow. I got a text from a man last night that due to COVID, we didn't have life groups this last season, and it really hurt us. And I, I'm sorry, but we were just in such a mess and array with it. That, But this next semester, we had planned on nothing stopping us in the name of Jesus, all right? And so, and so but I, had, I got a text from a man last night. He started church here during all that COVID stuff, and he texted me last night, Pastor, when are life groups going? I need to meet some people. That's, this, this is what I'm trying to tell you. This is our opportunity for you to meet people. This man goes to Wednesday night service, but he's still not meeting people. He wants to connect. He wants to do life with people, and that's what our life groups are. That's where we, we call, I hate to say that there's one life group better than the other, but I want to tell you this. The one that is the anchor for us is the same one that this dot's talking about is freedom. We love freedom, freedom, we love freedom, so if you have not ever been through a freedom journey, it's life changing, can I get a witness, it's a game changer, there's nothing weird about it, there's nothing crazy about it, but what's gonna happen is God's gonna start working Egypt out of your life and work in the hurts and the bitterness and the stuff out of your world. We offer. We want that dot to connect for you. So we offer. We don't just say, hey, we're going to have good church every week. That's all we're going to do. No. We want this dot to connect. We have depth in this body. And we want to connect it. There are people sitting on our pews that have testimonies that are game changers. Life changing. And we want those to be spoken into your world and people to use. God to use people in this body to help heal the body. So, Uh, because the children of Israel are on the way to promised land but they're still acting like slaves and the thinking was messed up they had the wrong view of themselves And, and yes they're on the way to promised land they're on the way to heaven if I can use it that way but they still had stuff that God wanted to work out and he said, I will free you. So, so this is that dot for us. It's Dot one, I like to say, is knowing Jesus because of grace and it's still through Christ. It's the power of the Christ story up in your life and what he does, but dot three works out that grace. I hope this is making sense to you. It works out that grace and for that we need each other. We need each other, and I could go into scripture on that, but I don't have time. Grace is worked out, and we experience life in our life group. Freedom takes place in our life groups. We will be starting our life groups. Uh, We'll be signing up mid-January, and we'll be starting those a couple weeks after that. Around end of January, 1st of February, we'll be starting our life groups. Make sure you watch for them, sign up for them, get involved in them. They are game changers. Now, I got to stop and tell y'all some stuff. Y'all ready? Oh, that was pitiful. Well, the first thing I got to tell you is, is we have an amazing man that stood up here and talked all kind of sweet stuff and kind stuff about Adina and I a few minutes ago. But we got a dude in this church that is like, uh, well, I'll tell you, this is what I've always thought. If Jesus was choosing 12, he'd choose him. And that is Brother Brandon Pippen. I mean, he just like, is absolutely amazing dude. And he's, he's an awesome, awesome guy. Let me tell you one of the things that makes him so awesome. He is not about Brandon Pippen. He's about the Lord, the work of the Lord, and I've been working and serving with him for 19 years at this church, and every time we need an area to be fixed and touched and changed, we say, sick him Brandon. In my time in 19 years, He's, he's ran the Sunday school. The, the, we used to move Sunday school. Then we Parkway Kids. He ran Parkway Kids for a season. He's still trying to get healing from that, <laughs> freedom. He led youth around here for, for 100 years. He has done so, Alec, this was your student pastor. This dude, he's the bomb diggity of all bomb diggities. And a few years ago, we made him our dot three guy, our guy that leads our life groups, leads freedom, lead all these things. And him and his wife team up to take over. I'm not fixing to tell you something bad like the Brandon's leaving or anything like that, okay? But he is changing roles, and he is stepping out of life groups. He came to us a few years ago, uh, and he just felt a move. He felt a move, and. He felt a change, and I love that about Brandon Pippen. He feels that change, and he knows it's still in the kingdom where this change is. I just got to change the role. And so, by the way, God's going to do that in your life. There's going to be moments in this church you're going to feel change coming. He's wanting you to maybe move into a different spot in ministry within this body because there's another role that needs to be filled for you. That's good stuff right there. Okay, so, so Brandon Pippen. Is, is, is stepping back out of our dot three, out of our life group area, and he's stepping back. This is not something I ask him to do, it's something he said, Pastor, I feel. And he's stepping into a new role. And the new role is go, he is going to be leading an area we're calling the park. It's a new ministry. It's a new ministry for 18 to 30 year olds, young adults. Young, I know some of y'all, I've already seen it on Facebook. Well, I. 99, and I want to be no, no. This just for 18 to 30, and, and 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 he wants he wants to lead you in that area. It's for areas where coming out of student ministry, our one students, and we've been seeing this for years, come out of student ministry, and sometimes we're losing young adults in college, this early career trying to find their way and marry all this stuff we're losing people and we're sick and tired of losing people at this stage we got to fill this gap and we're sick and one of the best on it so he's going to be leading the part he's going to be leading the part he's going to rock this area in a big big way but due to that, it's opened up a spot that we have to feel, and we begin to pray about it. Brother Brandon and I, the staff, begin to think, pray, talk about this, and our staff is under one like one big unity deal on this one. It's a person that you do not know. He does not go to church here. We are hiring someone from the outside to come in. I wish they were here today, but they couldn't be here today because they are at their church today but they are, uh, they are uh, resigning from their church to come to this church to do two things. To do, they're really gonna be the dot three pastor, the experience life pastor, and their names, and this is the first picture you'll see them. Some of you have met them before are Cody and Melanie Morgan. <laughs> Cody and Melanie Morgan. So, these are, pictures are a little bit dark, but just trust me, they are good-looking people. And uh, they are, <coughs> excuse me, but this is a wonderful family, family of five people. They currently pastor a church in Sour Lake, Texas. God's been working on them. They became my neighbor 17 years ago across the street from me. We started having discussions about the Lord. He was leading a church at that time. And through the years, we've stayed connected. God brought our hearts together. And again, pastors of church in Sour Lake, um, he has just, he, he's had dreams about this place. They have had visions about what God wants to do here. They can't wait to serve here. And, and um, I, I'm so excited about this huge step that our church has taken. These people, you are going to fall in love with. They're amazing, amazing, amazing people. And so Cody and Melanie that's the top pitcher and then all of their boys and all the girls are going oh yeah. And so uh, yeah so 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 here we go. They're doing they're doing two big roles within Experience Life. The first thing is they're leading life groups. They're leading life groups. So they'll be our new life group leaders and our dot 3 Experience Life pastor. But the next thing is something that you don't know about yet that I'm about to introduce to you of which I'm gone. I just can't wait, okay? So here we go. Um, back during, can I sit down? i like, this is Scott stool. He's just got cool things, you know what I'm saying? Look at this. Huh? I love you, Scott. So can y'all tell I'm excited? So we have, we have something that um, the Lord laid on my heart, and I'm going to tell you it was a God thing for me. It was during, cause we went into, uh, we were quarantining and all this jazz hooky and, and uh, it, it, was, it was driving me crazy and, and all of us were, whatever. I walked in there to pray one day in this sanctuary and it, it was just an, another day to pray. What I mean is, y'all know what I mean, just another day to pray. It wasn't like, oh, you know what I mean? It was just, it was just another day to pray and I was coming here and talking to the Lord, connecting and having communication with the Lord and walking in here with just me and all of a sudden God dropped something in my brain, like, Ding. and all of a sudden I had, oh. <laughs> and, but I had a moment with God and I walked out of those double doors right there on the right and I stepped out and I said, I think, I think the Lord may have just changed a part of what I'm going to have to devote the rest of my ministry to a part of this. He gave me a thought and an idea that I, I, hope, you, I hope you like it because it, it's, it's, it's really, and, and since then, uh, after you know that, a few weeks past that, I, I came down with COVID. My entire crew came down with COVID. This was a long time ago, so y'all don't get, oh, God. So it, 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 This has been many, many months ago. But I came down with COVID, so I was locked in the house for 14 days. And so I started writing, and I, I really just started writing what the Lord gave to me that day. And it just flowed. It flowed out of me. It was not something I was looking for. It just came and it just flowed. So, I, th- to let you know, that's kind of how it started. And I'm going to read to you my, because I think I can. I've, I've written it. By the way, this is my brochure. Isn't it cool looking? And um, it's just, it's just really cool. It's just because, uh, we just have really cool people that help put together things. And so, but I, I want to read. Uh, by the way, I give honor to Jerry Spring for helping me do this. And she's a, a spring print. She's just, <laughs> bad of the bone. She has, spent, she has spent hours with this, with me. And so uh, laying this out, getting this correct. And so, but I want to read to you, this is, this is where it began for me. It's called LifeHouse, LifeHouse. So due to the current changes in times and the popular, popularity of online church, Parkway is starting LifeHouses with a vision for them to begin in every community. Now, I don't mean in every community just where we are, but I'm talking about I want these to literally be something that is a game changer across our, the world in different spots. A life house is a spirit-filled environment built off of the New Testament model of having church in houses. Parkway, listen to this closely, will be the home base or the hub where all training and preaching will flow. The DNA the doctrine and culture of the hub church will be emphasized in our life houses. As I was praying, and this is what the Lord gave me in this room that day. As I was praying, the Lord brought to my attention, (laughs) you're going to go, this don't sound very spiritual, hang on, brought to my attention the vision of Dollar General. And that was really off the wall, wasn't it? (laughs) Dollar General's concept, he started speaking this to me, Dollar General's concept is to have a store in every community. This is from their website. Dollar General aims to make, you're never going to see Dollar General the same, by the way, I'm just going to tell you. (laughs) Dollar General aims to make a shopping uh, a a hassle-free experience. It says from their, their website, we design small neighborhood stores with carefully edited merchandise assortments to make shopping simpler. We don't carry every brand and size, just those our customers want the most. Dollar General saves time by staying focused on life's simple necessities, and maybe a gadget or two that you just can't live without. I want you to watch this. In 2017, Dollar General opened four stores a day. In 2018, they opened 900 stores. In 2019, They open 975 stores. Dollar General has experienced exponential growth. They do not compete with Walmart or the big box store. Dollar General builds smaller stores with the vision of reaching the community that they are in. Does that make sense? So, for instance, just right down from the church here, we have a Dollar General. They're not even about reaching the other side of Lumberton. They want to reach Village Creek Parkway, and they think if they can reach Village Creek Parkway in this little community, this store will be a huge success. That's why they're growing exponentially all over the United States in crazy numbers. This is the vision the Lord spoken to me about Dollar General and dropped it in my head that day. LifeHouse is borrowing from the Dollar General Vision. We are not trying to compete, and I'm speaking of LifeHouse, with the megachurch or any brick-and-mortar church. We are not trying to reach an entire town with one location, but rather reach a street of unchurched people with the gospel. We want each LifeHouse to grow, but not become a brick-and-mortar church. The goal is to re- reproduce by starting another life house. Our goal is that life houses grow exponentially. And, and what I'm about to tell you has been stretching my faith. And when I first wrote it, it was so tough to even write. I couldn't even already write it because I, I was embarrassed to step out on this much faith. But then I said, we got to pray big prayers. Yes, sir. We got, everything I've been preaching to y'all is because God has been working on me we got to start a chain reaction that God does some great multiplying. And so we're praying for 100 lifehouses over the next 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Our vision is to see lifehouses started not only in homes, but in prisons. This is something that could be done in prisons. Yes. College dorms, small churches that do not have a pastor. I want to be their pastor through a life house. We see this being used in businesses. that are looking for a way to build Christian community. Life houses could be used for first responders. In other words, a whole group for police officers, whatever, uh, uh, firemen, whatever. Teachers are people of any profession that want to build a tribe of people who are in the same arena of life. And so this starts by the following. There's four components to a life house. Number one is connection. So what happens is the people show up to a life house. The first thing is connection, a time to drink coffee because we believe coffee is of Christ. (laughs) A time to drink coffee and catch up with each other. In other words, they're starting to feel that dot connecting with one another just like you do here at this hub drinking coffee, connecting. The next part of the component is to worship. The worship is provided by Parkway Life worship team via video. Same thing you did during quarantine we want to do on such a big scale across the U.S. We're already doing this, and people are watching us across different places, but we're trying to put systems around it. And I believe that's what the Lord was laying on my heart that day, to not just go, hey, I hope they watch this and Bangladesh. We want a life house in Bangladesh. I don't even know where Bangladesh is, so it just sounded like it was a long ways away. I don't know. So we want, and so we want to, we want to, we want want there to be worship. We want there to be worship. The next thing is we want the word of God, preaching, teaching, by Parkway Life pastoral staff via video, and then that last is response, prayer, and discussion time within that life house. All life houses. because this is the hub for all of this to flow Parkway will be the hub so we're not going to start any life houses within 30 mile radius of Parkway because Parkway hub has to stay, it's the brick and mortar of this, it's the brick and mortar of this and everything flows from here, does that make sense? So I am not trying to get you to go start a life house, I'm trying to get you to be in this church and do all that we're saying today so we can start life houses all over the world So we started a few years ago a vibrant church in Woodlands and uh, I was there this weekend with Pastor Michael and they're doing a killer job. Our church gave $30,000 to help start that church. The vision God gave for me and this is what I want to give in this time is yes we were callous in starting that church but I have people that leave this church all the time that go to cities across the U.S. that say we just don't have a parkway life. And I am now to the point where if somebody goes, hey, I'm moving to such and such, as bad as I hate it, I'm not letting go of them forever. I'm going, well, I hate to see you go, but you're not leaving. Go start a life house. God's sending you there for such a time as this. <laughs> Is that all right? And so, uh, by the way, yesterday, I was in the mall in Houston walking around and I got my first text. I got my first text that looks like it's going to be our first life house. Man. First life house. And I'm not going to tell you the names of those people because I don't want to push the pressure on them, but they said, Pastor, we're all in. There's a lot of questions. The next thing is, I will do, they've gotten this. The next question, I will start leading them through the questions they have and we'll start working that process. I can start a life house at the, probably the very, somewhere between four and $6,000 I can start a LifeHouse. Um, it takes me about $3,000 to start, because we're not going to want to watch this through Facebook. Uh, forget that mess. We're going to go next level, and we're going to buy the technology that we can directly connect with them, and they, get a, they can get the service there problem-free, buffer-free, and connect with us, and that costs a lot of technology. Uh, it's a lot of technology. And so for about $4,000, we can start a, We can basically start something huge in that community, a dollar general, are you with me, that can be from this hub. Now, that's why last week at the table I presented to you our giving last year. The year before, we gave $30,000 to Vibrant to start their church. This year, I kept out from at the table – we kept out $40,000 because for our, we're calling it our national giving. I have $40,000 from last year in the bank ready to start LifeHouses from your giving right now. All right. That was, I had a, I had a praise break. So. And so I'm so excited about this. This is a passion to me, and, I, and it's something that you're a part of. It's something that you can be a part of, It's something that we can cast vision. I cannot wait to the day that I stand on this platform and I say to 100 Lifehouses, we say good morning to you and our families that are joining us across all of the world, connecting right here with our Parkway family as we preach the gospel this morning. Man, 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 that's awesome. Is that awesome, Eric? <laughs> Let's win some souls, man. Win some souls. Thank you. Thank you for your response. That means the world to me. It's affirmation to our vision. It's not just, it is. You're, that clapping is affirmation for this vision. So I'm excited about it. I know you probably have a lot of questions reason I'm telling you this today first of all is you gave into at the table this last time and again we're taking a part of that we showed you that on the screen last week to sow into across our world and so uh, we, we really believe I had, a, 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 had the coolest moment last week um, man I'm taking way too much time but that's what it is so <laughs> last week Pastor Cody is meeting with his family this is the kind of thing God's He's meeting with his family to tell him that he is uh, resigning from the church that he's been pastoring for 15 years. And all of his family says this. Or, or, all of, he, he's got his family in there. And that day, visiting his family when he told them was a lady who has connected their family from Oklahoma. And she said, you're going to lead these life houses. And he told them all about it. And this visiting lady that was with their family that day said, this is crazy. I think I could start one of those in Oklahoma. And Cody says, I'll be right back. And he went and got the brochure. (laughs) This is how God works. She opens the brochure, and she sees a Dina and I's picture and starts weeping. And Cody goes, everything okay? She said. That's Nathan and Adina. I met them when I went to their father's church in Longview, Texas. She's already wanting and she's interested in starting one of these in Oklahoma. What if we could have a Parkway Life life Lifehouse that's an extension of who you are in Oklahoma? Don't you wanna be a part of something bigger than just us? Do we wanna see the gospel move across the world? Come on, I want want us to be a life-changing thing, man. This, This pumps me up. Hey, if Dollar General, if Dollar General can sell dollar toys and cheap stuff that people want, can't we sell the gospel across our world and see exponential growth through the body of Christ? All gospel to the whole world. The whole world. I believe foreign countries could have a life house. I'd like to have a life house in in every country, the whole gospel to the whole world. I want to see the gospel shared across our world. And I am so excited, I've been like a little kid in a candy store, this has been brewing in my spirit, it's going public, and this is why I'm telling you, first of all, you're already giving to something that's bigger than you, and, and I'm gonna tell you, and that today, we're gonna to do that again today for next year, we'll see where that goes and how far we can take the gospel next year, but I gotta tell you something, I gotta tell you something, I believe this is going to be so awesome that I'm stepping out in my faith. And as a church, would you just not let me go alone? Would you join me in that vision and going forward in the name of Jesus and doing something? The second reason I'm telling you, the second reason I'm telling you is I believe right here in this body, right here in this room, you know people that are already watching us in different parts of the US or in the nation or the world. You already know people are watching us. That you could say, hey, I honestly believe there's already somebody in Arkansas or whatever that's watching us. There's two or three, four people in a room watching us. That they could start a life house. I want to send them a brochure. And so if you want to do that, you come and see me, and I might could find one or two to give you. (laughs) All right? You may be seated just a second. I've got to finish this message. Oh, my goodness. Can y'all tell there's an excited pastor? The fourth dot is make your mark. Make your mark. And it's the fourth cup in the Jewish Seder. It's the fourth cup, and it says, I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. The Jewish people call this the cup of praise or the cup of fulfillment. It's taken every year at Passover. The cup of praise, the cup of fulfillment. The the word praise means halal. It's the Greek word halal, halal. Really funny word. You speak a part of it almost every week. It's the Jewish word, Greek word for praise. It's the cup of praise or the cup of fulfillment. It means to celebrate or praise. It's the cup of celebration. Pastor, how do we speak that word almost every week? You got it. Hallelujah. Yah on the end of there is God Hallelujah is praise It's praise God Praise the Lord When you say hallelujah You're saying praise the Lord And so the Jewish people This cup of praise The cup of fulfillment Comes out of the promise I will take you as my own people And I will be your God We think of hallelujah As a worship moment But God wants me to live a life of hallelujah. A life of worship. Does that make sense? Not just a statement, but a life. Live life to the full. One that has meaning to it. Anything less than that is not what God wants for you. So what brings fulfillment in our life? What brings dot four, fulfillment, this cup of prayer? What brings fulfillment? What's interesting is how God worded this final promise. He said, I will take you as my own people. It is imperative that you become a part of a church group, a family. That is another reason why in these places across everywhere, we want these groups of life houses to be, they're going to be groups of 35 and smaller because every time one hits at least 35 or whatever that house can handle, we want to break and multiply and have exponential growth. But we are here to say, during, you notice this during quarantine, you watch this church during quarantine, and you came back and told me, Pastor, it was great, but it's just not the same. And I know that because you were watching by yourself with your family. But you take one family, add another family to it, and add another family, and when we say praise, we praise, and when we say clap, you clap. I'm gonna tell you, all of a sudden, you start having a moment where you're a part of a team. You're part of a house part of it. And these can be done, I'm going back to Life Houses now, these can be done in community centers, they can be done in houses, they can be done in hotels, they can be done in prisons, all, whatever it may be. And we're willing to cast some vision for, or grab hold of this, we're willing to rent some places. I'm willing, I'm willing to stretch out big time to see God do this. But this first part is I want you to be a part of a team. I want you to be a, I want, I want to be, I want you to be my people. And ultimate fulfillment comes when you're a part of a team. You're part of something. You're connected to something bigger than you. Then he says this, I will be your God. It's that part of that fourth promise. I'll be your God. See, not only do you find your family, but then I will find the God of that family. In other words, I will help you do something when I get up in the middle of it, I'm gonna help you have praise, fulfillment, where you live that out. You live out fulfillment. You live out a life that's productive, and real joy comes from a living a life that is productive and making a difference for eternity. Dot four is about living beyond yourself. I want to make a difference. I'm 51 years of age. I don't know how long God has me to do ministry or do life, but I want to make a difference. I don't have to have my names. My name's not on any sign out there when you drive by. It's not about making my name bigger, my name brighter. It's about making the name of Jesus shine on the hilltop. Souls being saved. And so I want you to connect the dots. I want you to make your Mark, and you can do it from this body. Being a being, we're casting vision for that even today. That's why our plan for dot four this vision for dot four is to connect, it's for you to be a part of our dream team. And uh, Courtney Pippen is our dream team coach, and she has done an awesome job as our dream team coach. Be a part of something that you connect with and serve with. People in these life houses will be on, they have their own dream team field. They'll be serving their communities, doing things within their communities. They'll have their serve days. And so that's why our plan for for, by the way, life house, I keep going back to life house. We're hiring Cody Morgans to do our life groups and also to be the pastor of our life houses. And the concept of that is the same concept of Paul in the Bible or in these disciples who started churches all across our world with lay people that started the churches and they got off and didn't know how to answer, do certain things and they called Paul on the phone. And said Paul how do I do this and Paul writes a letter to them and that's called the epistles that's all of the scriptures from Romans all the way to Revelations and so we get this how to do this stuff or, or to Jude so all this stuff up in there we see how to do life and we want as these life house pastors or these ice house leaders have questions and stuff they'll call the life house pastor and God can use that man to lead them through the, this is so, such an apostolic vision that is I think is going to change and be exponential growth in Jesus name and so but we want you to be a part of a dream team we want you to serve and so many of you have jumped on board to serve and even in the last few weeks crazy how many of you have joined to serve or been a part of our dream team and said I want to serve I want to do something this is not the fulfill complete fulfillment of dot four, but it's starting you. It's teaching you how to serve. If you work in serving the cafe with Jennifer Tice who's doing a great job, if you serve in there, I'm not saying that's gonna do all the fulfillment you need but I'm saying this, it's the start of teaching you how to serve in the kingdom, and from there, we want it to move forward and serve and go across and and, and that you can make marks in other places in our community. So I'm gonna give you real quick as I end here today, we want you to connect the dots, but the next thing is I wanna just briefly say some vision tips for 2021. Our vision is to baptize 50 people. How many of y'all think we can baptize 50 people this year? And then love the name of the Lord. We want to see 30 people, and this is, when I say this, I'm not putting limits on God. We're just shooting some things out there. I would like to see at least 30 people feel with the Spirit for the very first time. How many of you would like to see and believe that could happen? I would like to launch, I would like to launch at least three life houses this year. I believe we can do it. And you say, well, Pastor, that's not much. I'm trying to be a realist here. I'm believing for 110 years, but I want to start. I know it may start as the walk of faith sometimes starts slow, and I'm trying to be real with this. And so I would like, if I could at the end of the year see three solid life houses started, I would consider it a huge success. And then I know it's going to have exponential growth from there. But I I believe three life. How many of y'all believe that in Jesus' name? I believe for 120 people to go through Freedom. 120 people to go through freedom. I really believe this is a legit goal that we can see. I really believe. I think our next freedom may have, and just our next freedom alone could have up to 80 or 90 people in it. So I think this could easily happen over the next two semesters. I'd like to see 60% active in a life group because if you're in a church, I say 60%. I wish it was 100, but I'm trying to be real. Some of you, some of you just don't want to be in a life group, and so. But we want to say at least 60 people, 60 percent of people, be involved in a life group. If that would be true, that would be such a huge success, and so much wins right there from that. For and and then this next thing is, I'm a little weak right here. I'll be honest with you. Um, when I typed this out, it was late. I was tired. I shouldn't have wrote 500. I should have put about whatever on there. But I, you know, for Parkway to break the 500 average, let me tell you why this. Churches have things that we bump up against. And that's not just this church, it's any church. Things, barriers, boom, 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 boom. And I just knew, coming out of 2019, we had one of our biggest years of growth, huge exponential growth within our body. And I knew 2020 would be our year to go probably way over 500 in our average attendance. And I count bodies on the seats. I know some churches go, we've run 14,000. You go there on Sunday and there's 30 people. We talked we talk, we're talking about people on the seats, people that come in the house of God. And, and I know we're bigger than that. Uh, they say, you know, you have to have probably 1,000 people to get 500 people. And so we, we're probably way on up there if we counted the way some people count. But we're actually talking about people in the seat. And what we do is we, we count people on the Sundays and say how many we have. And we do that every Sunday. And so when we're down, it hurts us. When we're up, it helps us in our average. So we try to be real, real honest in that so uh, a few weeks ago we had 518 uh, I don't know what we'll have today but it looks like we're doing really well today and so, but last week was 4, 480 something but there's these barriers I don't, know if they're, I don't know where they come from I don't know what the deal is but I want to see that completely shattered this year Amen. like I'm not talking about 501 I'm talking about shattered in Jesus name and, and I, I need some people. Your faithfulness means a lot to that. Your, your faithfulness to the kingdom of God showing up in the house of the Lord. And I know we could count all kind of people that watch us on Facebook, but it's hard to do that and be really honest. And so I know there's a ton of people, and I know we're already over 500 in that, but we're trying to be real. And so we want to break that. We want to shatter that this year in Jesus' name. How many believe that we can shatter that number, break that ceiling in the name of the Lord? Next thing is I would really, I don't, even know, I don't even know completely all of what this looks like, but to enlarge the footprint of the Parkway campus. I don't even know completely what that all means, but I would love to see us enlarge the footprint of the Parkway Life campus. Next thing is I would like to see the church debt cut by 25%. That would be an absolutely miracle. I, I, that would like be a miracle, miracle, miracle. But I'd like to see the church de- debt cut by 25%. I would like to change the world and our community by giving more to help others internationally, nationally, and locally. And it all revolves around in this catalyst of what we're about to start today. God has got us in a season of crazy multiplying growth, and I can't wait to continue to tell you about it this year. But I believe it started from our giving about two or three years ago. We just started doing this, this vision, about two or three years ago. In fact, it's our third time to do this. And God has given us, like, crazy blessings from it. In the middle of a time and a season where we probably don't think we need to keep everything in-house, we've given out more than we ever have. And I believe God's blessing that. He blesses givers. And so what I want you to do today, uh, if you're a guest, we don't do this every week, but it is a huge part of us moving forward in the next year. I want you to get out this. It looks like this right here. And if you don't have one, we want to get you one. Um, and so we have an usher team Uh, Courtney, could you help me with getting all that going? Uh, I have an usher. We want you to have one of these. So if you need an envelope, you say, I don't even want to give anything, but I I need an envelope. I don't care. We want you to have one in your hand no matter what because we don't want anybody to look like they don't have something. So, all right? So last last week, and I've got to go, but last week we said that Giving this is of giving above and beyond your tithe today. It would be a huge win for us if you've never given to the church that you started paying your tithes. That's your first steps, and I believe that from last week's service and this service, there's going to be people in this group that are going to start giving in the tithe in the church. That right there would be a huge start. I mean, huge. It would be so. If you don't even start here, unless you don't start there, because that's your first fruits. But if you're already paying tithe and you want to step it up your game and give even more because when you notice how God starts blessing when you can't, you can't out give God, then the next step is to give into Vision 2021 through grace and truth and at the table. Grace and the truth stays as much as we can keep it in-house to help our enlarge our footprint, to help us in our buildings and all this kind of stuff. Helps us buy, move, grow. Helps us do all these things at a faster rate than we can do it with just tithe alone. And then the second thing, because the tithe helps in that big time. But the second thing is at the table. At the table is to going out locally, nationally, internationally. We say it's the best charity dollar you can give anywhere because we tell you where the dollar is going. And we did that last week. And so we ask you to start in these areas and bless. Adina and I are joining with you in this deal is our commitment. We're a part of this too. Somebody asked me one time, they said, do pastor have to pay tithes? Not in getting like exemption. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't. It has been a game changer for me. And so that's what we're first part of. the second part is we've seen God's blessings and we're given at the table in grace and truth bigger than we have before because we see how it helps. And so this is, Adina and I will be the first to be a part of this here today. And but I want you to do something. I want you to pick up your envelope, and I want you to stand with me just a minute. Would you do that? Pick up even if you haven't. You say, "I don't want to give. I don't know." Just pick your envelope and fake us out. Would you do it? Because I want to pray a blessing over you, no matter what. I want to pray a blessing over you. I want you to take your envelope. This is what we don't do. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the name above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord, you are so precious. You are so wonderful. We have cast the vision of this church. We cast the vision of things bigger than us. But God, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. You have put people listening to this broadcast today. You put people in this house today that are gonna give into what the vision we've sown into. And God, I'm asking you to do big things. Let this be the greatest year Of giving that we've ever seen in this church God not that somebody can get rich but God that the kingdom of God would be blessed throughout our world and even in our community God I'm asking you to do things unbelievable last year you blew our mind you blew our mind last year God and do it again this year God we want to continue to give we want to continue to bless bless every family bless every house God, we ask it in the lovely name of Jesus. And the church said, in Jesus' name. And this is what we're asked you to do. This is our only offering of today. So if you're used to things going around, we're not doing that. It's the only offering today. So if you have your normal offering, you will need to bring that up today. And just put it on the table. If you have a tithing envelope, there's multiple ways you can give. Online is probably the best, the way that we, is the easiest to give through parkwaylife.com. Uh, you can text to give. All these things, I wish I had all that on the screen for you today, but but go to our website, parkwaylife.com. You can give there, uh, your tithe, grace and truth at the table. But we still want you to feel You say, Pastor, I've been doing at the table for years and grace and truth for you. Please still write it down. Let me tell you why. All of our projections on giving in 21 are based off of this because it's money that's not come in yet. Are you understanding? So we're going to give to things that we don't even Completely no, but we're trusting because last year we had over 100% come in from, from this. And so um, st- what we want to do is all of this section right up through here, all of this, all of you precious people right back there, all this, just kind of come around to your right and come around and drop it on the table here. Some of you folks, you can jump up on this one too, but you, you folks come around this way, these, you folks come around this way, and we'll drop off and then go back to your seats and just, just real quick, uh, we're going to pray over everything, and then we're going to let you go beat, beat everybody else to, to Pizza Hut, okay? Here we ask you to bless every house that is give the things that will come over in the next few weeks even. God, let this be blessed. Bless their homes. Multiply. Start a chain reaction in their homes. A chain reaction of blessing, strength, health, so many different things, God. Hedge and bless this church in a huge way. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said amen. Thank you for giving today. Thank you for being here today. I hope this is a game-changing day for you. God bless you.